Welcome to The Wake Up Call. I'm Cicely Lewis. I am the 2020 School Library Journal and Scholastic Librarian of the Year. I'm also the founder of Rewoke, and I'm your biggest fan. So for those of you who don't know, Rewoke is a movement. It's a call to action. It's about arming yourself with knowledge. And it all started at my school in 2017 in response to social injustices that were occurring and I created a um, a list of books and t-shirts were involved and here we are now <laughs> to make a long story short you can find more information online at my website www.rewoke.com but today I wanted to talk to you about Rewoke Across America uh, this week was traditionally called Read Across America in light of the information that we've discovered about Dr. Seuss's uh, racist drawings and depictions of minorities, uh, specifically in the African-American and Asian uh, community, I decided to rebrand this and call it Read Woke Across America. And I curated a list of books and they are in the March edition of School Library Journal, I think. And so if you'd like to see that full list, you can go online to School Library Journal. You can go onto my website and see the, the list as well. So I've been watching and just looking and I've seen a lot of support for the movement before the move away. And, and then came the news that six of Dr. Seuss's books were going to uh, stop being printed just six so the six that had the most uh controversial racist items in them or that that they felt <clears throat> had any of them were were going to stop being printed and immediately people started saying oh they're banning books and oh this cancel culture and oh these woke people they're trying to and so I saw an interesting infographic and it's on my page that a librarian posted and it basically was breaking down that Dr. Seuss has not been banned. They just, his own organization just stopped printing six of the books. So I think we need to take a step back and calm down first of all, and think about this logically. This is 2021. We have so many books out that you could be exploring. And, and nobody's saying, uh, you know, ban these books and burn them. All they're saying is, let's, what I'm saying, you know, because I can't speak for anybody else, but what I am saying, and especially with my article, is let's push these culturally diverse books these own voices books let's push these books to the front and celebrate these authors who are living right now in 2020 uh 2021 and and help support these uh authors and so the infographic that i mentioned um it's called racism and dr seuss and it was uh i saw it uh, it was tweeted by katie silo and she's on twitter at storytime katie and it does a great job of breaking down uh, what's going on. And she even suggests like, stop calling it council culture, but call it consequence culture. 
And I think that it's so important that we bring these diverse books to the front, um, not only because of, you know, Dr. Seuss, but because like Dr. Rudine Bishop Sims said, kids need windows, mirrors, and sliding doors. This is a time for kids to get answers to the questions that they need. And this is a pivotal time in our country. And I think we as educators, we as um, especially librarians, this is a time for us to really show our worth and be leaders in this movement. And I just hope everybody can join into this and, and, and step up to this challenge. And I, I saw on um, Facebook, one of my friends who's a librarian, and she said that she, you know, of course she was against the, 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 um, the banning, which once again is not banning of Dr. Seuss. And she was proclaiming how she was still going to celebrate it. She posted all these pictures and then she and another person in the conversation went back and forth, going back and forth with books that had been challenged and how they were celebrating those books. And it just was really shocking to me. And I hope that these librarians, these educators think about the kids that they're working with and they see you and they're watching you and your responses to these things are basically a response to them. I, I mean, you can rest assured that these kids are watching the news because this made national news when they stopped the production of six of his books and to see you saying proudly that you're still celebrating this person and you don't care what they say, I, you're sending a message. So you have to be mindful of that in the position that you are in. So I just, you know, want to bring that to everyone's attention. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in how we were raised and what we've been reading. And it's time now to put our students first and to come out of your comfort zone. Okay, you've always done Dr. Seuss and you've got all this hats and all these different things. It's time to put our students first and and to recognize that we do need to be celebrating read woke books, diverse books, books from own voices community. This is the time. This is the time. And you want to look back and say that you have been an active participant and an accomplice in bringing about social uh, justice in education. So a few of the books that I mentioned on my list, and I won't t- t- talk about all of them because I do want you to you know, read my article. <laughs> um, I, I talked about I Am Every Good Thing by Derek Barnes and illustrator uh, Gordon James because this book celebrates black joy and the the illustrations are just beautiful. The writing is superb. It's a great book to celebrate and to embrace uh, cultural diversity. And um, I highly recommend that book for everyone. It is an amazing book. And I tried to really cover so many things with with my list and the other book that really really caught my eye was eyes that kiss in the corners and it's by joanna ho and it's really just a celebration of of beauty and uh something that people you know have traditionally you know made fun of or are used to you know to to 
to separate people uh, a characteristic of um of this community that's so beautiful and this author celebrates it and it really reminds me a lot of hair love um i think it's a great book and i think it should be in everybody's collection i as i read it i was just like mesmerized once again you know the illustrations are amazing and the you know the the attention to these details i just picture books are so amazing (laughs) i love picture books i really really do and so and and when you think about picture books picture books are really for everybody so don't think because you're in high school you can't get these books as well and let's see what other ones did i want to talk about without talking about all of them uh, what are your words? A book about pronouns by Catherine Locke, illustrated by Ann Pasture. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. It comes out May 2021, and it is a great story to talk about pronouns and how to respect people and just to broach that whole topic. And my favorite book in the whole wide world by Malcolm Mitchell is actually my favorite book in the whole wide world right now. Uh, illustrated by Michael Robertson and it poses a question to a student who has some trouble with reading what's your favorite book and he goes on a journey and you're going to love this book and you're going to be celebrating this book uh, long after this this conversation and the last one I'll mention is unspeakable the Tulsa massacre I was too old when I learned about this tragic event in our country it's by carol boston weatherford illustrated by floyd cooper and this is uh giving you information it's a great way to talk to kids about the topic of the tulsa massacre and i just i made my son tristan sit down and read this book i sat there with him because i don't want him to be like me and not know about this event in our country um it's a part of history that has been withheld from our lessons And this book helps introduce this horrific part of our history, young readers, along with skillful illustrations that engage the emotion and demand the reader's attention. So those are just a few of the books. And if you'd like to see all of them, please, please, please check out my bi-monthly column in School Library Journal, Read Woke. And now we're moving on to a part of the show that I really, really like, Things That Are Keeping Me Awake at Night. And things that are keeping me awake at night, awake at night, uh, basically, you know, what we just talked about. And then this uh, with Dr. Seuss. And I woke up this morning to find out that his books are at the top of the bestseller list. Uh, so I, I'm just really shocked. And I don't know how to really process this. And I just, I'm just, I'm just shocked. And so I'm just wondering how we can move forward from this. And I'm just hoping that we can come together and truly, truly, truly celebrate diverse books at some point. And my next segment, All Eyes on You, this is a segment where I'm going to talk about something positive that's going on that I noticed in the Read Woke community. And there is a young lady in Nebraska, guys, in Nebraska. I'm just amazed at this young lady and she is a young lady who has initiated a read woke challenge at her school 
at Ralston High School and she has involved her it's it's part of her Girl Scout challenge. So it's part of her Girl Scout challenge. She's she's doing this. She's trying to bring awareness to her community and she's making it her mission. And this is from the uh Ralston Recorder, the newspaper. She's making it her mission to ensure libraries are equipped with books to participate in the Read Woke Challenge. Wow. Her name is Karen Kali Langway, and she's a sophomore at Ralston High School. And she's doing this for her Girl Scout Gold Award project. And she's she's being supported by um, her a par- it seems like a paraeducator or a parapro as, as we call them. And she is, guys, she is doing the work. And so I just want to say all eyes are on you, Karen. And I want all of us to join together and help support her. She has a GoFundMe. And if you go to my Instagram page, my Twitter page, uh, you can look in the link tree in my Instagram page. And I'm at Cicely the Great on Instagram. And click on her GoFundMe and guys, let's donate. Let's do whatever we can. If you can send books, whatever we can, let's reach out. Let's support this young lady. And what I like about this is th- this this is an opportunity where you see the students are leading. And I know there were adults that supported her, but I like that the student is at the forefront of this. And I'm so, so excited. I'll be donating too. And so thank you, Karen, for your advocacy. And I want to close by talking about what I'm reading now. I'm reading so many books right now. Um, I'm still reading Concrete Rose uh, by Angie Thomas. I have not finished it yet. I'm a huge Angie Thomas fan, so I'm trying to um, work through it. And I started recently uh, Muted. And Muted is by Tammy Charles. And it's a novel in verse. And... And it just says on the back, for 17-year-old Denver, music is everything, writing, performing, and her ultimate goal, escaping her very small white hometown. And so this is a book about, from what I can tell so far, this book is about the music industry and and it's a critique of the music industry. And I'm so excited. I received this beautiful package uh, with some gifts from the book and the cover is absolutely stunning. And so I highly recommend Muted by Tammy Charles. And if you'd like to read along with me, uh, just post and tweet and use the hashtag ReadWoke. And you know what, guys? I think that's all for today. And um, I want you all to follow me. I'm on social media at Cicely the Great. And I'm on Facebook at ReadWoke. And just remember, guys, read something, do something. And don't forget... Read Woke. Thank you.